Hey Coconut, so we are at part 3. Part 3 of our 3 part series focusing on getting that pay raise. If you are tuning into part 3, I assume you are super vested already, right? But the question is, the question is, what if I don't get my pay raise? What if I, you know, go through all these things and, and I do all the things that you guys were talking about, but then I still don't get my pay raise. Is it all me? Is it my fault? What else can I do to then come back stronger and be better prepared, right? Because of course, if you get your pay raise, then you don't need some battery. You just woohoo, cheer, life moves on. But today we are going to focus on what if you don't get that pay raise, right? And what can you then do to better position yourself? Because trust me, it is not always your fault. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So good morning everyone and welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut in our podcast Bumbling Financial Myths discovering best financial practices and discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it ultimately empowering us create a life we love while managing our finances well. My name is Reggie aka your chief financial coconut and today we come to the last part right essentially if you get it great love life carries on you know go and have fun you know picnic with your friends pop a champagne whatever but what if you don't get that period what if you go to all these things and you strategize and everything you prep you prepare you ask your boss the best time but you don't get it what do you do then okay so barring algorithmic suicide you know <laughs> part one part two part three is quite an algorithm suicide i think we definitely want to continue our discussion because uh it has provided us very good tips right? and i think today's discussion is the most important of them all. Because in front, you prepare, you open the question, you set the stage, you do all the things that you do. Now, the things are a little bit not so in your hand anymore. right? Because now it's on the other side. The other side, which is your manager, your HR, your boss. Now it's them playing the chess because you already broached the question. Right, so after asking for this salary increase, you do all the things, you set the flowers, sweet, sweet, everything. Now is the real game, right? So, so before we begin on the three tips, right, give us a bit of color. How will this look like? That means after I ask already, okay, I set, I do everything you say, I set up, you know, and and I I, I let it go, and I ask the the golden question, boss. I want increment. Right, how would it usually look like? Well, obviously there'll be two different scenario. One, they will say yes, let us plan it out. Two, they will say, no, company not doing well, la. your department not making money, <laughs> not hitting target. La, da, da, da. So there'll be two divergent paths. And each of them, of course, should be handled very differently. Let's touch on the mm. easy one first. Easy one. Your boss like you mm. so much. Just say, okay, steady, <laughs> yes, bro. Yes. I'll give you the amount. <laughs> of course, as any setting, you want to thank mm. them. Just send them a professional mm. thank you email or even letter. Show them how grateful you are. And again, highlight and reiterate how you plan to help the team. 
Uh, mm. Don't just keep it to during the negotiation. Oh, this is what I'm going to do. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And then get the new increment. It's like, eh, what did I say? I don't remember saying anything. <laughs> uh, don't play that kind of mm. game. La. So mm-hmm. even if you did not get the f- specific figure that you have in mind, again, I think it is professional to thank them because ultimately you have also have to think through if you ever decide to leave the company, uh, most likely your reference check will be your boss. Yeah, so that kind of breach, unless you want to go into doing your own thing, that is the kind of breach, fortunately, you have to keep, lah, no matter what. So that is in an ideal setting. Then, of course, you just provide whatever you have provided to your boss verbally, to maybe the HR for documentation, so that they have paper trail to show why they are processing this for you, so on and so forth, depending on, of course, where you sit within the hierarchy. I want to push a little bit one, that means the yes, right? So... Mm. How far should I go to thank them? Right? Because I think in the Chinese business setting, there's always the, you know, like, ching tzu fan and all that, right? So that's like, you, you, you know, do, do we go that far uh, to buy them a dinner, buy your HR manager a dinner or something? Or it, would, would that be construed as like, you know, hey, a bit much, uh, your piao yen a bit too much. Right? <laughs> it's like, this is too much of a performance, right? So because I think I'm going back to some of the pointers that you were saying, like, keep it professional, keep it business-like, you know? So hmm. it, it's... Is a little bit of a grey yep. zone in my worldview of like when should I treat and when should I not? Or should it just be a thank you? Do you have some thoughts on this? Like after I win already, mm, what mm. should I do? I think what I've seen in companies, a very common way is to treat people makan. And it does not even have to be, mm, oh, mm. I bring you out for lunch. It can be, oh, I tapau this box of, I tapau 24 donuts, this small box for HR department, this box for mm, my boss mm. and so on and so forth. So these are even just buy chocolates and give up. You don't have to mm, go through mm. the extent of, oh, go and buy a hamper, la, go and lion dance. La. You know, just to get your point across. <laughs> that one is too much. La. But I think all these small little gestures. Lion dance a bit too much, bro. I will freak out if someone <laughs> a lion dance. It's like, hey, bro, the, the relax, relax, or go to relax. the lion dance. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your, your two-year increment all go to lion dance, hamper, everything all, all in. So I, I think for those kind of settings, it's still quite uh, acceptable, reasonable. Of course, if you want to go beyond that, it depends on the company culture. Sometimes to go to the extent of wine and dine or, mm. you know, at some web posh and all that, that might not be entirely necessary. Unless, of course, you are in, I don't know, investment banking. Then to them, that is a norm. La. You know, open a bottle of don't know what. Mm, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They want and die every day. Make money also dying. No make money also dying. You know, it's like every day is a good day. (laughs) Yes, exactly, exactly. It's true, it's in their culture. Yes. So that's very much, of course, on the positive note. And then, of course, you have the negative one. Let's say you did not play your cards right. You miss Mm, out something. Which is our focus for today. You just miss out that thing and then it did not work well for you. Now, firstly, I just want to stress across, a no now doesn't mean a no forever. So mm. don't let the current no stop mm. you. If they say no, then you have to dig a bit deeper. What can you do then in order to make this work? I think we also touched on a bit of this in the last mm. episode. You can look at new goals. You can look at new alignment to, and even set a date to re-evaluate this. Maybe can we talk about this three months, six months later? And of course with that, then you can even bucket this together and work towards a bigger thing altogether. So maybe for them, oh, you know, we only give increment when it comes to promotion. Okay, lah. Mm. work towards the promotion. No? But what exactly do I need to do to trigger mm. that promotion? That is something you want to mm. have clear transparency on. Be very, very, very specific. 
so that when that goal is attained, no one can dispute. No one can say, but mm. oh, not very, lay, not like that. Lay. No one can dispute. You want it to be carved in stone. So those mm. are things that you can work out with your boss to get some alignment. So is this point number one? Never stop at a no. <laughs> Correct. Yes, you're right. <laughs> That's whatever, point number one. Whatever. Yeah. Point number one. Never say never. Never stop at a no. Okay. Yes, so in correct. other words, even if it comes back as a flat no, right? Actually, give me a bit of color. What is the probability that it will come back as a flat no? Like rather than like discounted increment. Like, you know, maybe I want a thousand increment, come back 500 chamsheong, you know, with your boss and everybody come to a common terms. What are the chances of increment getting this outright rejected? Usually, outright rejection can come... There are two common settings. This kind of things will be happening. One, you basically play your cards wrong. La. So, like I said, it's a down market and then you try to ask for mm. 30% increment. No one in the right mind. People never fire you. Uh, you consider mm. lucky already because it's a down market. That's one. And then the other instance I've seen, right? <laughs> and these are for mm. individuals who are a bit less sensitive. Meaning to say, they think they're performing well, but in actual fact, they're not. And with that, they go into the game and show hand all their poker cards, mm. but actually all lousy cards. Yeah. So these are two common situations that would happen. So it's very important when you go through this process, you need someone to be your jin si to be your advisor, to be your zhuge liang, to really counter any mm-hmm. blind spots <laughs> that you may have. To ensure that your top process is legit and mm. clear. Mm. Otherwise, you will just hit a roadblock. Lo. And the next time you want to bring mm. that up again, may not be okay. that favorable. Okay, fair, fair. So when we then receive that no, you advise us to further prompt the question of like, why is it a no? Right? And then and then write it down, right? That's the that's the base idea here. Correct. That's right. So you want to really note down whatever is being said, why is it a no? But importantly, knowing why is it a no, it does not really help your case. Ma. Because what you want to know is, then how do I make sure that it is a yes or even a maybe in the future? So those are things that you have to dig a bit deeper to understand what is exactly causing the no. Is it things that I'm, I'm able to control or is it outside of my control? Because if you're outside of your control, then we'll go to the final point, which I'll touch on later on. But if it's things within your control, then again, you can work to a common goal. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair. And I think it's a good juncture to really let our listeners understand it's not always you, like the issue is not always you, but it's, it's rarely nothing to do with you, right? So there's always some there's always some part that is is part of you, and there's also some part that you know it's beyond the whole like uh, is is it just me? Mm. Because I, I think a lot of people take extreme views on this thing. You know, is it like I'm not good enough, or you know, uh, I I'm I'm just too good for this place, right? And and I think I I want to caution some of these ideas and uh, recognize that it's usually a summation mm. of different factors and like what Adrian said, right? Don't stop at the no, just go and ask them, right? What are the exact factors? And probably some will be because of the situation that you're in or you personally, and some will be the broader sectorial situations. And you know, we we want to work on that. Yeah, you, you raised a very good point. Taking it personally, I've seen that happen mm, mm. many times as well. I remember in my first business, we were trying Bro, to re- hire rejection, someone. very very personal and, one on all yeah, levels. And, you know, not and, just one. <laughs> and, and I've seen it in very extreme reaction as well, where people will 
bank table la, start to name calling la, you know, all that kind of stuff would happen. Mm. But I think people must caution that it is, like you said, it is never personal. And in the grand scheme of things, companies really do not want to go through the pain of hiring again. So they are also, as much as you want to play your mm. cards cautiously, they are also playing their cards cautiously. So if they are unable to, and then things actually mm. take a nosedive, it is not intentional. It is just bopian, no choice. Situation does not permit them to move as smooth as you want it to be. Fair. Specifically on this, right, I think I want to get a bit of colour of like, let's say I don't get the full goal that I want, right? Or even outright, they're not going to give me anything. Do I renegotiate on the spot or do I, you know, like, like let's say I want a, a thousand, they give me 500. Do I push, say I want 750? Or should I just take it you know, or if let's say they're not going to give me anything, should I still push for like immediately? You know, that means because what you say is take the no and then go and, you know, strategize and ask them, you know, essentially set the stage for the next ask, right? But can I on the spot essentially budge and push more? So I think it very much depends on how you frame it. As we mentioned in the previous episode, never mm. go with a range because if you go with a range between five, oh, I want an mm. increment of 500 to 1,000, people should give you 500, right? And then when they give you 500, you're like, hey, 750 <laughs> la, don't like that la. Yeah, actually, la. I, want, yeah, la. I want a bit higher one la, actually. So, so, so that is the kind of situation <laughs> that you will not put yourself, you do not want to put yourself in la, which is why a hard number is very important. Mm, mm. But the other thing I like people to consider is mm. even if you have given a hard number, 750, and then they, they come back to you at 500 and you were to say yes, you are giving them an optics of the person that you are. Hey, this person can makan, you know. Every time he says something, I can just makan a bit, makan a bit. So those are things that you mm. have to be clear about. So when you are certain, hey, 750, that's it. Take it or leave it kind of approach. You really have to walk the game. You cannot, 750, oh, I give you 749. Mm. Okay, I also take 500. I also take, never mind. 300, I also take. That mm-hmm. will set up. Mm-hmm. 749, I will take. La. 749, I will take. <laughs> But <laughs> the seven four nine, I will take like I mean one dollar different. You want to play play punk with me? Okay, we can have this good 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 thing. But but, but no, no, that that's a side discussion. Yeah, so I yeah. think it is important mm. at the because ultimately your hiring manager would have some say in the kind of salary justification. Mm. For a lot of companies out there, they already have their salary structure and bending. It's just like if you look at Singapore Civil mm. Service. Uh, all the salaries are transparently listed. Whether you've done NS before, la, never done NS before, la, poly, la, degree, etc. Et uh, most mm-hmm. companies mm-hmm. have something like this. It's just where do you stand within that bending? That is something that a hiring manager nice, or your reporting nice. officer okay. can actually raise a case and help you fight for it. La. And also, it also depends on some legacy. Let's say over the past 11 months, your hiring manager already <laughs> helped 11 person fight for increment. <laughs> wow, another case. Wow, this this guy, uh, this joker, mm-hmm. every month, no, every month got something, something to fight for. No? So it will also create resistance. So again, all these okay, are different fair. factors you have to uh, take into account. The background, there's a sound. Some, is someone cutting grass, is it? Oh, drilling. Oh, drilling. Upstairs oh, neighbor, drilling. Uh, okay. No worries, no worries. Yeah, we just have to complete the reality is what it is. Okay, so then uh, that's point number one. Don't stop at a no. What about point number two? 
Still very much on no scenario. You want to then set up a follow-up. Bro, yes scenario already end already. Yeah. Yeah. Zero ended. <laughs> yes, yes scenario. It's like, yeah. oh, y'all can, happy, y'all can stop guys. listening. Y'all can stop listening. Done already. Yeah. If it's a yes, bye. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Point number two. So point number two is you want to then set a timeline on when can we revisit this and ideally to really put it into, cast it into stone, set it into calendar, pencil it in. Mm. So if you're going to say no right now, okay, well, for whatever reason, we both accept, then when can we revisit this? Six months later, can we pen it down? Okay. Uh, first December, can we pen it down? Okay. Can I book you book an appointment with you right now? Because that would also set some sense of urgency okay. and let your boss know that it's not just something that he or she can brush away and then, okay, lah, won't come and disturb me anymore. No, no, okay. no, no, no. First yeah. December, I'm coming back to disturb you again on the same topic. But this okay. time, I will be much better prepared. I have more ammo, I have more grenades. Everything is there already. Mm, so okay. you want to make sure that it's all planned. And also, and we, we will- spoke... And we will come back to you afterward from our sponsor. Huh? Important. No sponsor, no show. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, yes. So so set up a following meeting, right? I think the question will, for a lot of people in our head, right? It's like, yeah, I mean, you, you keep using six months, right? I keep hearing this like six months, six months. Should that be our benchmark number? And you know, should we also then ask on the spot or how is it like? I think six months is a good measurement period because when you look at how businesses operate, they of course have their quarterly result and all that. But another significant aspect to show people that you're not a one-trick pony, uh, you're not just oh Gundam style and then eh, no more new songs, no more, mm-hmm. no more top hits already, is you want to have that regularity or that consistency. You want to showcase, okay, this quarter I managed to bring in so much. Next quarter, eh, go up some more. So that kind of consistency or that kind of increment can again help you to build a stronger case, which is why you need that back-to-back kind of measurement period. And also in the under the scenario where, for instance, first three months, let's say you they give you a new target to hit and then things just didn't work well. You have another three months to pivot, move around, navigate, and find your sweet spot because there are certain instances where it is not just so smooth sailing. Mm, mm, okay, okay. And this is the, I mean, I'm a bit pushing it. Now. This is a no scenario essentially. But the yes scenario, do I, do I still sketch you? It's like, oh yeah, boss, thank you for the race. I will come back to you 12 months later. It's like, how does that work? Because, okay, I, I think I'm thinking in the interest of the listener, right? As a laborer, as a, someone that's selling your skill, employee, whatever you want to call yourself, your goal is endless increment. And as much as the company's goal is endless profit growth, your goal is endless increment and you shouldn't be shy about it, right? This is your fundamental interest in participating in this system. But people are shy like, and like we've pointed out so far that it is a dating process. So is it a bit too much in- <laughs> For me to be like, oh, okay, thank you for increment, uh, but 12 months later, I will check back in with you. <laughs> How does that work? 
I think in most instances they might be pushing it, lah. Yeah. Okay. And having mm-hmm. said that, when we talk about, in, I mean, in in our company, there will always be that regular increment period, whether you get it or not, is another thing, lah. Mm. Look at civil service every mm. July, I think, and if I'm not wrong, and mm. many companies mm. will also have their own. So rightly or wrongly, you definitely will get it, lah. I think right now we are talking about something which is a bit more in- significant, mm. which will mm. come in the form of a rank grade difference or maybe even a promotion or maybe something mm. off-season if you every year also off-season mm. uh, I think something is wrong mm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're a problem child <laughs> Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, fair. And okay, so I want to double down on the point of like seasonal increment, right? Because like what you said, like, most companies already have this kind of structure and I think most people do anticipate some sort of company, you must or give me an increment of some sort, right? So it's part of the cycle. It's a cyclical structured process. Do I dispute that increment? Like if it comes in at like, you know, 3%, do I go into HR and say, actually, I want 5% or should I just take it flat? Usually when all these are already communicated across to the employee, they've already gone through the exercise to determine how much you should get, which also means to say your mm. manager most likely has a part to play la, during that period. It would definitely logistically make more sense to mm. do the discussion before rather than after because you're not just giving your manager more work, you're giving HR more work. Mm. So mm. overnight, you make 2% your enemy. Yeah, not a good start. Yeah, mm, which mm. is why it's quite common no, a good for start. people after that yes, yes. period, right? No, good start. Letter. Because either they, they are happy or not happy. Ma. If they're happy, they'll continue. Not happy, they move on. No? Yeah, mm, so my my, mm, my my wife was in one of a job, mm, old job, mm, and she was telling me, I think her increment was like, it worked out to $45 or something, and then they rounded up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some friends. Like, then, okay, it's not it's not uncommon, you know, this this situation. Yeah, and then she's like, well, please tell no, you know, yeah. that kind of increment, you want to give, I also don't want to take. Myself don't give yeah, me. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And on yeah. this note, I actually mm. had a chat with my cousin recently he is uh, I think he left his previous job his previous job very interesting in the employment contract is stated very clearly no increment mm. and it's actually the first time I heard of something having been dealing with HR for don't know how many years so I asked him hypothetically does it mean that if someone joined as a fresh grad assuming he does the same thing throughout his life no increment yeah no increment so there'll be certain situation outliers lah abnormalities that you have to account for as mm. well. But back to your question, I think it mm. is a bit too late if you try to, at that point in time, do something about it. Because if you succeed and then you water cooler talk, hey, you know, uh, yesterday uh, I hung a bit, uh, they give me 1% more. Leh. Imagine what's going to happen. Everyone in the office will be doing the same thing. Mm. So HR with that mm. in mind will also play the hard mm. game and say no, strictly okay. no. Okay, cool. So that's point number two. And I think that is a good bridge lah, to point number three. <laughs> I mean, of course, uh, when we're recording, I really know what the points, okay? So, so I think this is a good bridge to point number three. And that would be? That would be be willing to leave. Wow. Mm, 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 mm. tell us a little bit more mm, because I think when you say when you put out this point like be willing to leave fundamentally what I'm sensing is that most people are not willing to leave you know I mean that's why you put out this point right what is the context here no I wouldn't say exactly that because mm. in your research you would have also gotten data points from other company from Glassdoor from Payscale okay. wherever to understand what competitions are paying 
And in fact, there's something that I kept hearing mm. because mm. I, I've seen instances where people will always justify, oh, you know, uh, this company XYZ uh, pay so much, so much. So and so paying this, going to pay me a car, give me a driver. This will be very common data point people would ultimately bring up. Uh, which means to say that, of course, legit offer out there waiting for you. Lah. But having said that, there will also be people who are just not reluctant to change. Because changing a new job can be very traumatic. Get to know people mm. all over again, introduction, got to do lunch with all the department. Mm. Very sad, you know? it's, yeah, it's like going back to your dating analogy. After breakup, mm. right? Most of the time, people would just, ah, I think I just want to be alone for a mm. while. It's orientation again. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Of course, there'll be some people who jump straight into another one to forget, lah, to find a life way, lah. But that's another thing altogether. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't uh, want to rebound. In, in common yeah. instance, people <laughs> Relax a bit just first, yes. have something yes. at the back of their head. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. they truly yeah. want to stay on because <laughs> they still have mm. something. And in fact, maybe a lot of things with their current company and they do want to stay mm. on. If only that aspect is being taken care of as well. Mm, mm, okay. So, I think be willing to leave the 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 go the action word is then willing. So how do I leave and how do I decide if I should leave? So this is on the assumption that you do have something out there that you are looking at speaking to or maybe mm. started to explore. So you, you must understand mm. that you're on solid footing lah. Don't just anyhow, oh, you know, uh, my friend mm, tell me mm. uh, if I can go into this MLM thing, uh, become a millionaire, uh, and then, okay, go and ask for increment. And then realize <laughs> it's all a scam <laughs> or a rock pool. So <laughs> once you have the solid mm, footing, mm, then mm. at the point of giving, of receiving the unsatisfied answer, be it, oh, you know, we just pay you a little bit lesser, company not doing well, etc., etc., then that is where, okay, then let me come back to you. Let me review my options because I'm also speaking with a few and come back to you with an answer. So that will also put them in a jittery situation. Okay, mm. uh, then what are you going to tell me? I'll, I'll, I'll think through over the weekend. I'll let you know. Mm. Like, wow, then over weekend, your boss is like, wow, cannot sleep, cannot mm. eat. <laughs> <laughs> Monday, then you know. Then Monday, you MC. Still don't know. Tuesday, then you know. So there are certain instances where mm, you can mm, play all these mm. mind games. Like. But I think ultimately, Hey, if you if you if you play this strategy, don't say you hear it from here. Uh. I don't want to get cancelled. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yes, yes, please but continue. If you, but if you do play this strategy and it works, uh, please go to our Patreon page. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please, please do that. Yes, yes. Continue, continue. So I think you need to be willing to really activate whatever backup plan that you have on hand, which also means you mm. probably would have mm. spoken mm. with someone mm. at some certain stage but do not want to make the decision to move. La. Unfortunately, in many salary situations, right, especially in mm. Singapore context, it is usually triggered when the employee already started talking to someone, then resign, then trigger. It is not trigger, then okay, then I go and talk. Law. Yeah, um, because yeah. we just don't have that practice. <laughs> yes, yes. It is not something that mm, is mm, mm. incorporated into our working culture for many companies mm, I've seen. Mm. So I would say mm. for a vast majority of us, we already have that backup plan. It's just whether we want to trigger or not. And again, mm, mm. in a bull market, like we are somewhat still in right now, there's plenty of options out there. And your boss will also know that you're not pulling a fast one. He also can read what papers, wow, everything go up, like, everything going up, company cannot hire people, this and that. So it will paint the right picture for you to be in the bargaining mm. chair, so to speak. 
But even your company just cannot mm, la, mm, not making mm, money mm. la. You know, all our planes still grounded. Yeah. We're not even flying. How to pay you more money? No choice. So you also have to move on because ultimately you nice, also nice. think from an opportunity cost perspective. Every day you are with this current company equal to missing out that five hundred dollars mm. per month that you could possibly be earning for another company. So if it's money aside. It's, mm. it's a it's a clear decision. You know where to move. Then the other thing is then do, why do I want to stick with this company that is giving me a $500 discount? Is it because of the mm. reputation, branding, the future that they promised me? Those are things you have to ask yourself. Yeah, yeah like a bit airy-fairy one. <laughs> I, I know a lot of people are talking about those pointers, but I do want to remind our community that, you know, you go to work really with the fundamental goal of, you know, making the income, right? The, the, I think that, that's a fundamental goal. Everything extra is extra. And not all aspects of your lives, your needs and your goals need to be achieved within the parameters of work. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Because I, I hear too many employers recently talking about, oh yeah, we must provide a safe space at work, la, mental health, la, so. Come on, nah, right? If that is on the pretext of you discounting my salary so that you can hire me at a cheaper, then I will still question whether is it the best benefit for our listeners, right? So, but that is not to say that you should stay in a toxic workplace, nah, right? But, but this is a little bit more of a nuanced discussion that we can have another time. So yes, thank you for coming in. In closing, uh, these are the three points today. After you ask for your increment, right? This is a situation when the battle begins, right? <laughs> when the other side plays the game. And these three points, the first one will be do not let no stop you. In other words, depending on the situation, the company may come back with a no and it's not always you, right? It may be the macro factors. It may be what is out there, but... What do we mean by not letting no stop you? It means to ask further, like what, what is the situation here? What can I achieve to then ultimately allow you to give me this increment or at least come to a common understanding of uh, what is the situation? Where are you? So that you know what you can do and what you can improve. And you know that maybe some of the factors are not you like, and you just got to wait it out on when these factors turn favorable. The next point is to set up a follow-up meeting. In other words, you should at the point in time or close to the rejection period, uh, actually establish some sort of uh, timeline between you and your manager, you and your hiring manager or your, your boss to know that, hey, you are firstly serious about this thing, right? It's not something that you can, uh, like, boss can just say no and then at the whim and fancy, then this thing just dies down. But also at the same time, give yourself a timeline to work towards so that you can decide whether is this a comfortable pace to achieve the goal that you set out for, which is to ask for increment. And uh, Adrian has suggested six-month timeline because three months may be a bit short. The first three months may be not the best time for you. So if first three months are not good, you have three more months. So six months is a good timeline. It's a basis to reference to set up a follow-up meeting. And most importantly, the third point is to be willing to leave. 
Because like it or not, this can be a contentious situation, right? Because you are going in to negotiate and in all negotiation, there is a probability that things will not fit your way. While many Singaporeans may be in a situation where, oh, you know, if you're going to negotiate on something like that, you already have a backup plan. And if you decide to go for it, go for it. But the core idea here is that if the company doesn't serve your interest and you truly believe that you should go, then don't hang around. Just go and uh, explore something else. So the willingness to leave is extremely important before you begin the discussion anyway. So with that, I hope you learned something useful today. See ya. Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful, interesting when shared, debated and discussed. So join our community telegram group, you know, follow us on social, sign up for our newsletter. Everything is in the description below. But yes, I know I've been saying this, but if there was one thing that I really hope that you can do is to share this on your socials because that gets us further, that keeps us growing. And you know, sometimes when people look at financial podcasts, they'll be like, ayo, very chim chim, everything very chim chim. Let's be real. Some things are chim. We try our very best to make it simple, right? But some things are really just too chim. They have to be broken down over time. Uh, and it helps, you know, socially when you share these shows with your on your socials and your friends, right? And and this helps to break that barrier to to let them feel that, hey, you know, it's not always so chim chim, right? That, that we can actually learn this bit by bit. And eventually, after a year, after two years, and many of you tuning in for three years, you, you realize that you, you are at a whole different level, right? So I hope that you find it beneficial, you love the podcast, and you could help us grow this by sharing on your socials. And with that, yeah, see you next week. Okay, so we have come to the end of our three-part series with Adrian focusing on how do you get a pay raise, right? And not the kind of like 2% or like those kind of like group pay raise that you get all the time, but a more strategic bump up of your salary. So I hope you find this three-part useful and uh, I will continue to explore these kind of mini-series because I think mini-series, they do help with being a little bit more organized with some of these ideas because sometimes, yeah, we one episode do this, another episode do that kind of all over the place uh, so I will continue to explore some of these mini series and I will continue to explore this format right which is what I will call the facilitated monologues ah. so everybody come on they share three points about something and uh, yeah I come and facilitate them and push them further rather than the random long form interview that meanders all over which I love and I know you guys like it uh, when you listen to chills on Thursdays but yeah Tuesdays, we're going to focus. Three points, three points, three points. Right? So I hope you find that useful. Come to our Telegram group. Let me know that you find it useful so that yeah, we, we know what to keep, keep producing. Right? So working with you, Coconuts, on this. Next week, we will continue on this uh, journey of a facilitated monologue with a good friend of the show, Thomas Chua. So Thomas is very frequent on the show. We've become great friends and uh, he runs SteadyCompounding.com, which is one of the, I would say, one of the leading voices among retail investors and also, you know, some of the fun, fun, the fun guys are also talking to him around uh, business stock investing kind of thing right so stock investing uh, on the business side of things where you focus on the business fundamentals you look at how things are and blah 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 so next week uh, i got him on to talk a little bit about you know observing a growing mode right so it's something that i see some people talking about online and i get that some of you are also investing in the markets maybe not all of you if you are investing in the markets you probably listen to tfc stock kicker every week but even if you're not i think there are some good ideas that you know we can learn together and observe observe uh, learning how to observe a growing business is not just good 
when it comes to or grow, a growing mode of a business it's not just good when it comes to investing but also maybe in your career wise right? how do you observe that this company that you join is going to be the next big thing Right, it's gonna it's gonna really affect your career and, and whether you're picking the right team, right? So yeah, next week we're gonna talk a little bit about this idea of finding a company that is has a growing moat. Right? Because a lot of people talk about moat, right? But is this gonna stay or is this the ending of that moat, right? So that will be next week. I see you next week.